into government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. As we speak, we're filming down here for Real America's Voice News and my new show, Law and Border. Right behind us, we just had a group of about 50 being led out by the cartels. And right now, they're crossing onto this little island and they're ultimately going to cross over here. Some of them they're bringing across by boat. Some of them they're having to walk across. And this is just one small little section. This weekend alone, this area had 2,500 apprehension. Every single one of those people represents dollars in the cartel's pockets. And they're all being invited by Joe Biden and the open borders left. This is treason. This is the undermining of our country. If it doesn't stop, we had 2 million apprehensions last year. That's just the beginning of what we're going to have. And, and, and we haven't even started to count the cost of what that means with MS-13 members, with criminals, with potential terrorists coming across. They don't care. The cartels don't care. They'll let them die just as fast as they'll let you die in America. It has to stop. As we speak, we're filming down here for Real America's Voice News. And And we want to say thank you to Ben. Look, if it wasn't for Ben's reporting, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, the work that Ben Berkwam has done in the past and the work that Ben Berkwam will do in the future, I guarantee you, will be absolutely pertinent and important Information that is going to lead to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's impeachment. Now, for that to happen, November needs to be a smash, a red wave smash, tidal wave. Once we do that and we regain control, all of this stuff that we've been exposing for the last however many years, Ben's work 
will be the most important broadcasting and exposing of any kind of story that will lead to the impeachment of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because the number one impeachment charge that they will have is violating our federal law on our southern border, which is felony, 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 and consistently and on purpose telling the Border Patrol and the agents down there not to do their job that is required for them to do by the laws of this land. So when everybody says, well, nothing's going to happen anyway, nothing's going to happen anyway, let me just tell you this. Let me tell you this. I can say with 100% surety that when we get our power back in the House, in the Senate, which we will, and once we remove the people like Kevin McCoward and the other people that are going to do anything they can to stop us from impeaching Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, all of the work that we've done will be used and we'll be able to finally do something about it. And then you'll go, now I know why we stored up that raft. Now I know why Ben Berkham was literally living on the border for years to try to bring this story to the American people. Big shout out to Ben. Now I want to show you another clip that Ben caught last night, if I can. And this clip is going to actually show you some apprehensions. Well, not really some apprehensions, but Border Patrol assisting illegal aliens. What is going to make you mad about this is the fact that Title 42 is about to end in May. Title 42 is the emergency order that President Trump signed into law in 2020 that said because of the pandemic, we have to literally send people back who are sick or who, who, who appear sick or any because of COVID-19. Joe Biden is going to end that based on the CDC's recommendation in May, which means that the CDC is going to recommend that we end the emergency um uh, the emergency uh, act of, of Title 42, but yet the administration, Joe Biden, wants to leave the emergency powers in Washington all the way until 2023. It's constant hypocrisy, and the entire reason for this is to flood the United States with international people from all over the world so they will eventually try to get them to vote Democrat and literally diversify every state with everybody from the world because they hate you and they hate me. They hate the color of this skin. They hate our culture. They hate our tradition. They hate God. They hate the Constitution. But, ladies and gentlemen, they're not going to win. Let me show you this other video real quick from Ben Berkwam. And I want you to listen very closely. There are no sound effects in this video. What you're going to hear is a bunch of sick individuals that are about to be released into the United States of America. And when I mean sick, I mean COVID sick. Hear all that coughing? <coughs> Hear it? <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, every one of these people are either sick or disease ridden. 
And we're letting them into our country. And we're ending Title 42. I know it's hard to see this, and I know you get angry, and I know you get upset, but there's a reason for me showing it, and there's a reason Ben is, being on, is, is living on that border. It's so that when with time is right, everything that we've done will come to fruition and we'll be able to do it. We'll be able to use it. It'll be a resource for us, and it will be what impeaches Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America today. God bless you. This is going to be one heck of a show You don't want to miss this. Your family does not want to miss this. I titled the show Winning, 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 and there's a reason why I am. You're ever so humble. God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you every single day. That is not just a saying. That is true, and I feel it every single day. I am dressed and wrapped in the armor of God. I even got my new armor of God sweatpants on. So I have no fear. I have no fear in doing this show. And we're going to bring you the truth no matter what, no matter what the consequence. So I thank you very much for being here. Now, I did not get a morning newsletter out today. There's reasons for that. We are absolutely swamped here at Live from America. I do apologize. I did get my devotional in, though. So I'd like to read to you um, a portion of my devotional this morning. And I think you're really going to like this. It brought tears to my eyes as I read it. And I think it's going to bring tears to your eyes when you hear it. So reading from Every Day with Jesus, which was sent to me by Sam and Linda Magia, whom I love very much from the wonderful and great state of Virginia, March 31st, year of our Lord, 2022, the power of his name. John 18.6 says, As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he. They went backward and fell to the ground. It is evident that it was the power of God that made all of these men fall backward on the ground. But why did it happen when he said, I am he? In this verse, and also in verse 8, the word he is italicized. That means the word he was not in the original text but was added by the translators to make the sentence grammatically correct. This serves a useful purpose and is very helpful in most cases. However, in this case, the translators could have left the text as is. Jesus literally said, I am. Every Jew knew that when Moses had asked God who he was, God had said he was, I am. Exodus 3.14 they knew, they knew that was God's name. All Jesus did was declare who he was. He released the power of his glory, and no wonder it knocked the men physically to the ground. In the moments in which he was arrested, Jesus miraculously healed the guard's ear after Peter had cut it off, and then knocked everyone to the ground at the sound of his name. Why did he do these things? This graphically illustrates how he could have easily defended himself against any size of army that would have come to take his life. He was demonstrating that he had said in John 10, 18, that no man takes his life. He lays it down of his own free will. You can be totally secure in the knowledge that you are in Christ. He is in you and the name of Jesus 
has been given for you to use with the same power and authority Jesus used the day they came to arrest him. Today, you can walk in his power, especially wearing the full armor of God. It truly is amazing. The power of God, when it is spoken to people, whether they are believers or unbelievers, it is amazing, and it's amazing to watch it when you finally get the courage to do it. If you are one of those who have not been able to muster up the courage or the knowledge to speak with confidence when it comes to the Word of God, get yourself to that point, because if you can actually speak with confidence— with the word of God, out of your mouth, into the ears of believers and non-believers alike, you will experience a power in which you've never felt before. And it's not a power of greed. It's not a power of control. It's not a power of money. And it's not a power over a person. It is the power over Satan himself. And when you have power over Satan himself, to, not, to where not even Satan in all of his power on this earth can actually hurt you, then, ladies and gentlemen, you are in the true presence of God and you will feel the full armor of God. Amen? I'd like to say happy birthday, if I could, to Stephen Osborne. Happy birthday, sir. Your wife actually reached out to me and asked me if I would say happy birthday to you, said you watched the show, and I have uh, no problem doing that. God bless you, sir, and hopefully you have a happy birthday. Let's all go to the Lord in prayer. I, uh, on Life from America, I ask that you remove your hat. Now, removing your hat isn't necessary to go to God in prayer. You can pray to God as you are, where you are, whenever you are, anywhere. However, I like to show a little sign of respect, much like we do here on earth to, uh, to ladies and when people walk into a room and when you're at a dinner table, that's why I say that. So, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, when I used to say that Lord's Prayer to you when we first started this show, I felt like I was saying it by myself in a room, which physically that is what I am. However, now when I say the Lord's Prayer, I actually feel and hear somehow all of you saying it with me. And that gives me inspiration. That gives me encouragement. And that is what drives me forward. We're getting ready for the first and foremost section. So if you would please give me one big round of sharing. If we can get every single person to like, rumble, and share right now, we should have a bigger audience than we've seen in quite some time. Let's get the gospel out there. Uh, share like our prayers depend on it. Okay, here we go. Big news of the day. Let's put the cups up. We're winning today, so get ready for a ton of good news. We've got a ton of good news today, and we're going to bring it to you with a smile on our face and the full armor of God on our bodies. The big news of the day to start it out, to start it out with a bang, coming out of Arizona, Attorney General Mark Burnovich has finally, not what we want, but a step closer, has finally referred criminal action against Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs 
for election crimes. Let's stop. Let's praise God and give all glory to God and thank him for the greatness that we are about to witness. And it's not just here. It's across the board today. But let's get into the story. Thank you, Mark Burnovich, for finally doing something besides show us your nunchuck ninja teenage mutant ninja turtle Michelangelo skills. In a letter sent Tuesday, Attorney General Mark Burnovich delegated his powers to enforce criminal action against crooked Katie Hobbs for shutting down the online candidate petition portal and intentionally violating the uh, Arizona election laws, okay? Arizona law states that the Secretary of State shall provide a system for qualified electors to sign a nomination petition for candidates for statewide and legislative offices by way of a secure internet portal. We've talked about this many times. I have brought you through the updates of, of Mark Burnovich warning her it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Finally, it is. Let's just bring you back real quick. On January 18th, the Attorney General's office issued the following warning to Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, which I read to you on that day. But let's go back. A public officer upon whom a duty is imposed by Title 16 who knowingly fails or refuses to perform that duty in the manner prescribed by law or knowing uh, knowingly acts in violation of any provision of such law is guilty of either a class six felony or a class three misdemeanor and then cited the law in the state in which that pertains to. The attorney general is required to enforce the provisions of Title 16 through civil and criminal action in any election for members of the legislature. Okay, now, Mark Burnovich threatened to jail Katie Hobbs, which we also covered after this, for this election law violation. And Hobbs then sued Mark Burnovich requesting injunctive relief, if you remember. The judge then denied her request for protection if she decided to break the law. While Katie Hobbs did not back down from uh, disenfranchising voters, and she decided to go ahead and break the law because Democrats feel that they are above the law. Earlier this month, Katie Hobbs closed the online petition portal for certain candidates, which was in direct violation of the law. Only candidates for statewide office, like herself, can use the online petition portal. So yesterday, the Attorney General sent the following letter to County Attorney Brian McIntyre. Now, Attorney General Mark Burnovich could bring these charges up himself, which I don't know why he delegated it to somebody else. I'm not going to pretend to know or understand how the hierarchy works in Arizona and with Arizona states and county attorneys. So I'm not going to get too upset about that. I just wish Mark Burnovich would have taken those nunchucks and decided to do something himself. We'll just take what we can get for right now. So he has delegated this down to county attorney Brian McIntyre. Okay, and it says this, Dear County Attorney McIntyre, this is from, by the way, Mark Burnovich's office. I'm writing to delegate my powers as Arizona Attorney General to you um, to investigate and take any, get this folks, any appropriate enforcement action, civil and criminal, 
regarding the Secretary of State taking down the online equal system beginning on or about March 17, 2022. The scope of this delegation includes any actions or events prior to March 17, 2022. Take down that are related to the Secretary of State taking down the equal system. It's equal, it says equal, but it's E and then Q-U-A-L. As, be, as, um, as background, the Secretary of State is required by law to provide a system for qualified electors to sign a nomination petition for candidates for the state legislature, blah, blah, blah. I've already read all that to you, okay? Long story short, it comes down to the bottom, which says it is a class three misdemeanor for public officer upon whom a duty is imposed by Title 16 of the Arizona Revised Statutes to knowingly fail or refuse to perform that duty or uh, in the manner that is prescribed by law, which I've already read to you as well. The Attorney General's office received multiple written complaints after March 17th when the Secretary of State took down the equal system for congressional and legislative candidates. Our office will forward those to you in under a separate cover. Our office will also forward you the materials from the Hobbs versus Burnovich case in Maricopa County Supreme Court. Thank you for your willingness to accept this delegation. You will operate independently of the Attorney General's office in determining what actions are appropriate to resolve this matter. Please do not hesitate to contact my office if you have any questions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you the contact information for County Attorney Brian McIntyre, okay? Because it's going to fall on you, and it's going to fall on us, much like it did to get Mark Burnovich to do anything to begin with, to reach out and let Mr. McIntyre know we want him to take full action against Katie Hobbs and get to the full extent of the law because of her refusal more than once to follow directive. His name is Brian McIntyre. The spelling is Brian, as it always is, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E. His phone number is 1520. If somebody could please put this in the, um, in the chat threads, maybe the producer will do this if he's not busy right now. The number is 520-432-8700. Again, 520 520- uh, 432-8700, and that is the number in which you can reach Brian McIntyre. Okay, ladies and gentlemen? You can also just do a quick internet search, and you can get his email, and you can email multiple offices that will get it to him. So let's get action, action, action behind what we're talking about here. Action, action, action behind our message and our movement and let's continue to keep the wheel turning because we are making a difference and we're seeing something right there and the good thing about this is is our good friend Mark Fincham is running for Secretary of State and wouldn't it just be perfect if this loser Katie Hobbit got put in jail or got charged with something that would bar her from being able to be in that position to begin with. Now, I know she's running for governor, but can you imagine how much this will hurt her running against Carrie Lake? God works in mysterious ways to get rid of evil people, and we thank God and give him all the glory. Let's move on to the next good story of the day. Hopefully your share finger is, uh, is working because we got a lot of stuff we need to go through. Number two. Let's head from Arizona out my way east to Pennsylvania, 
where a judge has ordered five Democrat school board members immediately removed over their ridiculous, illegal, and very stupid non-science-based mask mandate. So, folks, it's happening all over. What do I mean? What's happening all over? I'm talking about movement. Movement is happening all over based on what you guys have been able to do, based on the fighting that we've been able to do here. It's not going to stop. It's going to continue. Let me reread the headline. Pennsylvania judge orders five Democrat school board members immediately removed over mask mandates. <laughs> See you later. Don't let the door hit you when you know the rest. Here we go. In February, the parents filed a petition asking the Chester County Court of Common Pleas to remove the five Democrat school board members because they had voted to make masks mandatory in the school district last August 2021, according to a report from WHYY Media. Once the Supreme Court declared that it was unconstitutional, We implored our school board. We asked and asked and asked and begged and pleaded and made comments to lift the mask mandates, and they still refused even a Supreme Court order. When they refused, that is when we made the decision to file the petition. A months-long dispute over masks in Chester County School District culminated Tuesday evening in a judge ordering that all five Democrats on the school board be immediately removed from office. After Pennsylvania's state of emergency first ended in June of 2021, the board opted to continue requiring masks. It stood by that decision while the state reimposed a school mask mandate. And for two months after, the PA Supreme Court declared that mandate unconstitutional in December. In his order that the five Democrat members of the board be uh, immediately removed from office, Judge William Mahon, M-A-H-O-N, wrote that his decision came after there was, quote, no response to the petition by the school district or its counsels. In the motion to reconsider, filed with the court a copy of which WHYY obtained Wednesday, the attorneys argued that the deadline for a response was actually April 4th and disputed the timeline used, which was the base or which was based on the March 15th filing date of the petition to remove the school board members. The lawyers argued that the PA statute in question gives the school directors no more than 20 days to respond. The motion asks that the court vacate the order, reinstate the school board directors, and allow the respondents until April 4th to file a written response to the petition. District leaders and the apparently ousted school board members did not respond to requests for comment. However, in a letter sent out to district parents, Superintendent Robert Sokolowski attempted to downplay any concern that the judge ordered ousting of the board members would actually stick. The decision, this is a quote, the decision states that the removal of the board members named in the petition was a procedural result and does not address any of the allegations made in the complaint. Special counsel to the district in the process of preparing a substantive, substantive response on behalf of those school board members named in the petition, Sokolowski said. So basically, the Sokolowski guy is siding with the school board members, but he needs to understand that neither him nor any of them have power over a judge's decision. Okay? So stop crying and acting like a baby like BLM did to get Jussie Smollier out of prison while he awaits his, um, his uh, appeal. 
Judge Mahone gave both parties to uh, gave both parties to the case, uh, Rosica and the district, seven days to submit their recommendations for replacing the board members. He will make the final determination about who is appointed. Long story short, cry me a river, but see you later. Go ahead, click that music one more time. Keep messing with us. Keep messing with us. I've said it once, and I'll say it a million more times. You can't beat God, so you might as well join him. Get your You Can't Beat God and Armor of God clothing today on JeremyHerald.com, and make sure you use the discount codes that you have available to you. (laughs) Shameless plug. Anyway, let's keep winning. Let's now travel from Pennsylvania back to where I was born in the Midwest, except just a little north. Let's go to Wisconsin, where a Wisconsin judge has ordered Speaker of the House Robin Voss be held in contempt over his election records that he has failed to provide. Can I get an amen? The Lord is with us. I told you at the beginning of this week, didn't I? Monday morning, I said, God is with us. The Lord is with us. The Lord is walking with us. The Lord is fighting with us. And the Lord is fighting for us. And folks, it's happening. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Wisconsin judge has now ordered Speaker of the House, Robin Voss, held in contempt over election records. Judge Valerie Bailey Rhine, R-I-H-N, Dane County's judge, Valerie Bailey Rhine, ordered Speaker Voss to turn over emails he kept on the 2020 election investigation. Retired Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman, who have not been able to get on the show yet, but I can assure you we've been in contact with. Okay, released his findings last week during his open testimony. Justice Gableman listed a series of unlawful acts that took place during the 2020 presidential election. Justice Gableman then called for the decertification of the 2020 presidential election results in the state of Wisconsin. Democrats are and were and will continue to try desperately to deflect attention away from the results of the audit and focus instead on attacking the integrity of of retired Justice Michael Gableman and Speaker Robin Voss versus Democrats can't defend the illegal acts discovered during the investigation. American Oversight is a far-left group founded in 2017 to harass President Trump and Republican officials, and they love to lie about being bipartisan. But yesterday, Judge Bailey Ryan ordered that Speaker Voss be held in contempt for not turning over his emails and text messages to the court. A judge on Wednesday has, um, well, we kind of just went through that and, and says her name and it talks about who the judge is and all of that. I don't want to go through all that. Let's skip down to where Bailey Ryan wrote that Voss and the state assembly, quote, after hearing and notice, have chosen to willfully violate a court order and are held in contempt. She told Voss and the assembly to turn over records within 14 days and to pay $1,000 per day if they fail to do that. They will also pay some of the American Oversight's legal bills, the judge said. Now, the crazy thing about this is, folks, 
crazy thing about this is, is I'm actually siding with the far left Democrats who are suing to get the election or to get the emails and the text messages from Robin Voss. Why? Because Robin Voss is a rhino loser. He is a dirtbag. Let me say it again because I don't want to say the word scum. He is a dirtbag. And I am glad that he's going to be held accountable one way or another. This guy needs to leave. He needs to leave now. He's no better than having a Democrat in there to begin with. And people are finally starting to pay their dues. I love it. And I'm ready to move forward. You will not hide from God. You will not. And God, like I said, he works in such mysterious ways that we don't know who he's going to work through in order to get the truth out. All we care is about getting the truth out. And we are getting that truth out. And we are getting that truth out. Woo! I need a drink of coffee after this. I'm just reading your comments here. Is scum a bad word? No, it's not, sissy, actually. I'm trying to do that out of respect, out of one of our listeners here who said, do you mind maybe using dirtbag rather than scumbag? I didn't see really the difference between the two, but I'm trying to, you know, better myself. And I'm trying to do things that you guys like me to do when I see no problem in doing that. So that's why. Just trying to be nice. That's all. Just trying to let people know that I acknowledge their emails and acknowledge their desires to make the show go a certain way that they might want it to go. I said I'd never stop saying it completely, but I'll work on it. All right. (laughs) Let's uh, let's go to another story real quick. So, let's talk about a rhino. Where's my? I got this yesterday. This is my new official rhino hunting pass. Okay, you are allowed to peacefully bag an unlimited amount of rhinos to protect the Constitution of the United States and its citizens therein. So let's go rhino hunting. Kevin McCarthy. Ooh, you are a big rhino. I don't know if we're gonna be able to take you down. But I think we've got the, uh, the resources to do it. Kevin McCoward is such a loser. Yesterday, I told you that he was going to talk to Madison Cawthorn about Madison Cawthorn's recent podcast where he divulged information and basically allegations towards the D.C. swamp that they're all a bunch of cokeheads and drug addicts. Cokeheads and drug addicts. And I also told you, that once that podcast got out and got all over mainstream media, all of a sudden, senators and congressmen and women said, uh-oh, uh-oh, I think they're on to us. I don't think it's going to be snowing in the bathroom anymore. I think they're on to us. And they got upset. They got so upset, in fact, that they ran to Kevin McCoward, both Democrats and Republicans alike, the uniparty losers, clown college, they got in their clown car, honk, honk, and they drove all the way to Kevin McCoward's bungalow loft that he shares with Frank Luntz. <laughs> and they said, you can't let your members of Congress tell all the secrets about our drug addict uh, problems and our sex problems. In our addictions, you can't do that. So Kevin McCarthy said, I'm going to talk to Madison Cawthorn. That's exactly what he did. Kevin McCarthy went and spoke to Madison Cawthorn. But that is not why he's a loser. Why he's a loser is because of what he said to Madison Cawthorn. Kevin McCarthy told Madison Cawthorn, are you ready for this, folks? He needs to turn his life around or there will be consequences for his cocaine 
and orgy allegations. That came from Kevin McCoward himself. That's not somebody else saying, oh, I think I heard that. That's not Susie saying, Johnny said. That is Kevin McCarthy saying out of his own mouth that he told Madison Cawthorn that he needs to turn his life around or there will be consequences for his cocaine and orgy allegations. And then he went on to say, oh, and Madison Cawthorn also told me that he over-dramatized or over-embellished his story about cocaine and sex orgies that goes on in the swamp. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Madison Cawthorn has been reached out to by multiple sources to get a comment on his conversation with Kevin McCoward and since we've not gotten one. However, I watched and listened to that entire podcast. I played you on this show, I believe on Monday. I played you exactly what he said. He didn't over-embellish or over-dramatize the story. As a matter of fact, he held back. He held back. You could see he wanted to say certain things that he did not say or could not say. He held back. And this loser, this Kevin McCoward loser is going to throw threats around, throw his weight around like he is somebody. Who are you? Who are you? Nobody has any respect for you. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you in the party. You don't represent any of us. You and Frank Luntz can ride off into the sunset together on a moped like Dumb and Dumber. That's what you two can do. Nobody has any room for you in our new Republican Party. Go be a Democrat. Go be a Democrat. Go be an independent. I don't care. But get out of this party because there's no room for you anymore, Kevin McCoward. I want to read a story on that real quick. Written by Jim Hoft. I love Jim Hoft. I love Jim Hoft's writing. I love Jim Hoft's reporting. And I'm going to read a story from Jim Hoff. Oh, yeah. In response to Kevin McCoward. Nobody cares. Jim Hoft wrote a piece called Kevin McCarthy is a complete disaster. And for the sake of the nation, he must step down from GOP leadership. He said earlier this week, the Pelosi family brought two, uh, bought $2 million in Tesla stock. This was almost at the same time Democrats were pushing their green energy spending. Well, how ironic. The stock jumped 8% the next week and Tesla announced another stock split on Monday. Those Pelosi sure know how to play the market, don't they? Anyway, while inflation is at a four-year high, 40-year high, excuse me, gas prices, prices are through the roof, highest levels they've ever been. Joe Biden nearly starting World War III with nuclear Russia over the weekend and can't complete a full sentence, can't wipe his own butt. Americans have lost their freedom of speech thanks to big tech leftists. Big tech, big pharma, and big government work together to silence any opposition any truthful narrative or anything during the COVID-19 pandemic and the left is threatening to destroy our lives every single day. But yet here's Kevin McCoward talking earnestly and strongly to Madison Cawthorn. Innocent Trump supporters are being locked up in prison without trial for attending a rally or walking into a U.S. Capitol building on January 6th. Democrats are pushing a radical lunatic who is, a, who is soft on child porn traffickers to the Supreme Court. The Marxists are destroying the nation. Conservatives and patriots are under constant attack. And over the weekend, young uh, Representative Madison Cawthorn exposes a whole bunch of other crap going on in D.C. And then you've got Kevin McCoward coming out and saying, you can't say that. 
It's not clear what party Kevin McCoward represents. It really isn't. But it is clear that he does not represent the majority of this new Republican Party. He does not represent the people that represent or, or want Madison Cawthorn as their representative. Rather than, keeping, rather than keeping the focus on Pelosi, rather than keeping the focus on um, Schiff, rather than keeping the, uh, the focus on the January 6th Unselect Committee, rather than keeping the focus on yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney, he wants to go and focus on Representative Madison Cawthorn. Jim Hoff says McCarthy is either corrupt or an idiot. He should step down or there will be consequences, since he likes to say that. Republican voters in the Trump base have no use for rhinos and wimps today. Kevin McCarthy must go. What an absolute disgrace. Jim, I could not agree with you more. Jim Hoft, I could not agree with you more. And I can't believe that this little worm wormed his way into Mar-a-Lago, wormed his little way into President Trump at one time, saying he will be the next Speaker of the House. Even President Trump, even President Trump can't spot all these rhinos. That's why he needed our help. And that's why we go rhino hunting every week here on Live from America. But for that, you know what we got to do. It's time. Let's bring up the uh, let's bring up the Dum Dum Award and let's give it to the proper recipient. Here we go. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dum Dum Award of the day goes to Kevin McCarthy. And guess what? I didn't even throw it into the Rhino bucket. I threw it into the Democrat bucket, the Swamp Donkey bucket, because I believe that that loser is a Democrat in. I mean, Republican in name only. If there ever was one, he is that. He is that. By the way, folks, the show is going to maybe run a little bit long today, but not by much because I'm cramming in these stories one by one. Here we go. I've been telling you for, what, two weeks now? Do you guys remember? Let's go back to, I think it was two Mondays ago. Let's go back to two weeks ago when I told you I was hitting third gear that I was going to focus more on myself physically and spiritually, that I was going to dig myself deeper into these stories that we all need to know, that I told you I was going to go all in and I did not care of the repercussions or the consequences to me or my family because it needs to be said. I don't know. I think it was two weeks ago I told you that. Since then, and that was right around the same time, President Donald Trump had said, the deep state will be brought to heel and it's already, the process has already begun. Right around the same time, I don't know if I said it first or he said it after or what, But it was around the same time. And that's because I've been telling you the winds are shifting and the tides are turning. I can feel it. You can feel it. It's there. It's right there on the cusp. People everywhere are wondering. And it's not just in our party. People everywhere are wondering why the Hunter Biden story is all over mainstream media now. We've been asking that same question here on Live from America. Now, I've given you my opinion and my answer to that. But everybody has a different answer and everybody has a different opinion. And I will ask the question again before I get deeper into it. Why just now is the mainstream media and everybody talking about the Hunter Biden laptop? Is it to shield Joe Biden by throwing his crackhead son under the bus? I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. But that's just the reaction, right? 
That's not why the laptop is out. The reason that the laptop is out isn't because Joe Biden is trying to throw his crackhead son under the bus, because if that was the case, then all he had to do was never talk about it again because nobody was talking about Hunter Biden's laptop a month ago. Not even us. It was kind of like we just let that sail off into the sun until we get power again. And all of a sudden it just popped up. So it could not be to shield Joe away from Hunter and throw Hunter under the bus. Because if it was, then why did we bring it up to begin with? No, no, no. There's something more behind this. There's something far deeper behind this. What was the catalyst? What was the catalyst? Why are we talking about it? We're going to go to a story. I'm going to play you a video. And the video is going to come from mainstream media. And I want to play this video, and I want to ask you if you thought that mainstream media would ever be covering this the way they are. Then we can dig into the why again. Check this out. Tonight, reports that the Justice Department's investigation into the tax affairs of President Biden's son, Hunter, is intensifying. Sources telling ABC News that in recent weeks, a grand jury in Wilmington has heard from a parade of witnesses about payments Hunter Biden received while on the board of the Ukrainian gas company Burisma and also about how he paid his taxes in recent years. Biden served on the Burisma board when his father was vice president, something he's admitted was a mistake. Did I make a mistake? Well, maybe in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. But did I make a mistake based upon some unethical uh, lapse? Absolutely not. Federal prosecutors are also looking into how Hunter Biden reported money from business deals in China. So, folks, how do I want to, how do I want to, look, none of this would be happening if there wasn't things that back up and justify President Trump saying, we are going to be back in that big, beautiful White House. We are going to fulfill our promise in draining the swamp. We are going to hold the people accountable for pulling the biggest fraud and scam over the, a country that's ever been done before. And it's all, it's all combined. COVID, biolabs, Hunter Biden, Ukraine, stealing the election. It's all one thing. It's not separate things. It's all one thing to achieve one goal. And that is to push us more towards globalism. So why is it happening? Why is it crumbling? They've got all the power. They've got the White House, the House, and the Senate. They've got all the power, and nobody was talking about Hunter Biden's laptop a month ago. It's because the best is yet to come is actually real. It's because when Trump tells you, trust me, I'm not going to be in jail ever over anything they're trying to put me in jail over, and I'm going to be back in that White House, and we're going to take this country back, and we're going to destroy the Democratic Party for 100 years. That is the only explanation that you can give that will satisfy the question of why is all this starting to happen at once? And it's not just with Hunter Biden. It's not just with Hunter Biden. It's also with Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Because yesterday, a UK reporter on UK TV confronted liar Tony the Rat Face Fauci on the origins of the COVID virus coming from a China lab. Now, of course, this isn't the grilling that you and I would like to give him. But my point is, just a couple months ago, every TV station in every country was literally praising the ground that Tony the Ratface Fauci walked on. And now it's starting with him. It started with Hunter, and now it's starting with, with, uh, with Fauci. The truth is out. And if one thing you can do 
If, if, you, if you thank President Trump for anything that he accomplished, it was pulling the veil back on all of the conspiracy theories that we thought of and talked about for 20 years. And he's pulled the veil back and everybody's starting to see it. And the truth is coming out so quick, they can't get ahead of it, which means they can't stop it, which means that sooner or later they're going to go down. Fauci will be in prison. Hunter will be in prison. A bunch of other people will have their security clearances uh, taken away. And all of this will be done before 2024. Check this exchange out between this UK reporter and Tony Ratface Fauci. So very publicly, right at the start of the pandemic, that you thought it was a direct result of the wet markets. How could you have been so certain so early on when you knew so little about the virus? Well, I was never certain so early on. I have always kept an open mind. But when you look at the circumstances of the evolution, the similarity between that and the SARS-CoV-1 from 2002-2003, I said, as did many other virologists who are very experienced in that, that the most likely etiology was a jumping species from an animal to the human. Other scientists here as well signed an open letter in February 2020 saying that they very strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. Was the scientific community too quick to dismiss the possibility that it could have come from a laboratory? Well, I don't think they were dismissing it. I think it's been misinterpreted. Everyone has always kept an open mind. Okay, so check this out. I feel Tony the Rat Face Fauci will retire when he starts feeling the walls close in. That's what I feel. I also feel that they are going to get rid of Joe Biden at the same time Hunter Biden becomes indicted. I believe Hunter Biden will be, Hunter Biden will be indicted by summer. By summer. And that might be going too long. Everything is happening very fast. It's happening faster than I've ever seen it happen before in my life. Especially with crooked politicians like dirty Democrats. I've never seen something just come out of nowhere like Hunter Biden's laptop and all of a sudden start being talked about on mainstream media everywhere. Have you noticed that mainstream media is basically regurgitating everything we've been saying for months and months and months? They're losing their power. I hope you all see that. They are losing their power. Now, I want to go to another story. Remember when I told you that India was offered deep, big, huge discounts to buy oil from Russia? And that was what, maybe not quite two weeks ago? Remember that story? If you do, let me know in the comments. Well, folks, it seems like they have been buying their oil from Russia at a discounted price. And guess what? Guess who that did not make happy? The United States of America. And the United States of America has officially sent a warning to the country of India for buying oil from Russia, telling them you better be careful because we're about to impose even more sanctions on them and it's only going to hurt you. So that means they're now trying to go, much like the left goes after like Tucker's, um, Tucker's uh, commercial, the people who sponsor the show, and they go after their sponsors and they go after them to try to get them to stop funding the show. This is what the United States government is doing right now to India. They're trying to scare them and cancel culture, cancel Russia by scaring India to not buy oil from Russia. And guess what? This is just the first 
attempt. The second attempt will be that the United States of America puts sanctions on India for buying oil independently outside of NATO or anything else from Russia, which they have a right to do. And the United States is ticked. Why? Because I'm going to explain to you in the next five minutes everything that I've told you for the last two weeks that the sanctions are going to hurt nobody in Russia. They're only going to hurt the people of our country and the people of other countries who impose these sanctions. I told you that was going to happen. And now we've been proven right. Now we've been proven right because of the fact that Russia's been able to go through the back door and work with countries like India, work with countries like China, work with other countries outside of NATO and the United States reach. They've been just fine as a matter of fact when they told all of Europe that, yeah, you can still buy oil and energy from us, gas and oil from us, but you're going to buy it in rubles. Well, what a smart move that was by Putin. The left thinks that Putin's an idiot. The left thinks that uh, Vladimir Putin is stupid. President Trump got it right and said, no, this guy's a genius. You want to know why? Because he is taking the ruble back to gold standard. That's why. And because he's taking the ruble back to gold standard and getting away from this international monetary partnership of one world government, one world um, currency, his ruble has now yesterday, the ruble bounced back. Russia's ruble bounced back in value almost to where it was pre-sanctions. So the day before all the sanctions went on from all these countries, that is where the ruble is already back to. And it happened in just one month. In one month, the ruble is almost stronger than it's ever been. And uh, Putin is going back to the gold standard, which only reinforces the value of the ruble. So really, if you ask me, folks, And I'm going to make a big, big assumption here based on research. So it's not completely just wacko. But if you ask me when I told you that President Trump and President Putin were going to single-handedly take down the cabal, do you remember, and Marjorie Taylor Greene and I talked about this the other day when she was on the show, do you remember what they did to Muammar Gaddafi when he wanted to get his, uh, get his money backed by gold and start a new currency? You remember what they did to him? They overthrew him, they killed him, and they let people drag him through the streets like a dog, like a dead piece of meat. You want to know why the United States is pushing war with Russia so bad? You want to know why the United States is telling everybody that he is the next Hitler and he's killing people, uh, senselessly killing babies and children and women all over the world? It's not happening the way they're saying it's happening. Vladimir Putin is doing the best he can for his country, and I'm not afraid to say it. Does that mean I'm his friend? No, don't know the guy. Does that mean that I care any way, shape, or form about what he does with his country? No, I could give a crap. I'm America. I'm America first, period. But I'm going to call it when I call it. I want to call a spade when I see it. And Vladimir Putin is a genius. And his people do love him. And he just literally played the United States and NATO like a fiddle. And his ruble is now just about as strong as it was pre-sanction. And if it continues to go up, which it will, because they're going back to the gold standard, it will be stronger than it's ever been. And you want to know what backs that up? His new poll numbers in Russia. And by the way, these are not coming from a Russian news station. No, 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 no. This is the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal just reported in the last several hours that Vladimir Putin's approval ratings have skyrocketed ever since military operations have started in Ukraine. President Vladimir Putin's approval ratings in Russia have soared. 
since he launched military, they say invasion. I'm going to say military operations because I know better now. They were 71% last month, right after the military operations started. They are now 83%. His approval ratings among his own people and, and, and given to us by the Wall Street Journal, not a Russian paper, have went up 12%, 12 points. Why? I thought his people were, I thought his people hated him. I thought his people wanted to overthrow him. I thought his people thought that he was a bad guy because the Wall Street Journal, according to their story, his people love him. His people love him so much that his poll numbers have went up to 83%, 83%. And when I watch those rallies that President Putin has, And I see all those people with all the face paint like they're at a college football game and they're cheering and they're happy and they're laughing and all their phones are out taking pictures and taking videos. It reminds me of a Trump rally and then it reminds me of what they say about Trump and Trump rallies and Trump supporters. And I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. I am no longer swallowing the Russia bad, Russia, Russia bad story pill anymore. So if that bothers you or anybody watching this show, you might want to find another favorite show. Because I'm not going in, I'm not falling into this anymore. I'm not even going to say, well, what's happening is a tragedy. Tragedy. Yes, anybody dying is a tragedy. Anybody fighting each other is a tragedy. But am I going to say that I side with Ukraine just because it's Russia? Nope. Not taking that narrative anymore. Not taking that pill. You can take that pill. I'm done. 83%. Now, ladies and gentlemen, more good news. I'm going to give you an update on what is happening to Disney now because of this blowing wide open. Yesterday, yesterday morning, we blew the, we blew the lid off Disney with those, uh, with those videos, recordings. It didn't just go up all the way to Fox News and Tucker. It went everywhere. And now everybody knows Disney's nothing but a bunch of sex criminals and pedophiles. So Disney thought that they would lash back because of that. So they lashed out yesterday again at Florida, at Governor Ron DeSantis, and at the legislature. So they've had enough. Governor DeSantis has had enough, and so has the state legislature. Are you ready for this? Florida Republican lawmakers have met with, for an emergency meeting of their own, much like the one Disney called, to discuss the repeal of Disney's world's self-governing arrangement. Now, in 1967, the park had an arrangement with the state saying that they could basically self-govern themselves. That's no longer going to be the case. And I hope the Florida State Legislature, and I hope Ron DeSantis comes after Disney with everything they have, and I would love to see Disney shut down and it would just be a wasteland. Or somebody else picked up the tab and start doing something else. I would like to see Disney as we know it gone. Period. They have met... To repeal Disney's world's self-governing, Disney World's self-government governing arrangement following the company's criticism of the state's new parental rights uh, law in uh, Florida. Disney World was given control over operations such as law enforcement and fire protection in an arrangement that was created to attract the theme park, uh, to attract the theme park to the state in 1967. Yesterday was the second meeting in which, in a week, with fellow legislators to discuss the, a repeal of the 1967 Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which allows Disney to act as its own government. State representative, 
Republican Spencer Roach tweeted Wednesday morning, if Disney wants to embrace woke ideology, it seems fitting that they should be regulated by Orange County. Can I get an amen? Talk about evil. Talk about God coming back and destroying evil. Disney might be one of the biggest ones. Disney might be one of the biggest ones. Here's some more good news about Florida. Ready for this? And this is a big shout out to Scott Pressler. Scott, if you're watching, I've been friend to Scott for a long time. I've not had him on the show, but Scott, if you're watching, or if anybody here will share this to you and tag you in this, this is really a testament to what you've done. Registered Republican voters now outnumber Democrat registered voters in the state of Florida by over 100,000 people. Few states in the union are turning bright red as quickly as Florida. Registered Republicans now outnumber Democrats by more than 100,000, which gives Republican candidates a significant advantage. It certainly doesn't hurt that Florida has a strong Republican governor like Ron DeSantis. A red wave is brewing in Florida as registered Republican voters now outnumber Democrats by over 100,000 for the first time in state's history. Scott, woo, he's got a big, big hand in that. At the end of 2021, Florida's GOP voter registration numbers officially overtook the state Democratic Party, giving Republicans the lead in the state steadily shifting red. Now Republicans in Florida outnumber Democrats for the first time ever by 100,000 voters. A spokesman for DeSantis' campaign said the surge in Republican voters broke 101,000 as of yesterday morning. There's no beating around the fact that this historic gain is because of Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida Republican Party Executive Director Helen Fieri said in a statement to Fox Digital. Florida voters are appreciative of the palatable sense of freedom he has created in our state. Unemployment is lower than the national average. Our schools are open. There are no lockdowns and there are no masks. Voters recognize the governor is a champion for families and businesses alike. Our voter registration numbers are impressive, but a 360,000 net change, that is unprecedented. Unprecedented. So, folks, it, it, you know what it does? This is what it does right here. Scott Pressler and everybody else involved. Smarty Award of the Day. To one of our young fighters out there, Scott Pressler, beautiful human being, wonderful man, wonderful Republican. There isn't a better one out there. And I've, 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 that guy has been, uh, I've had him close to my heart since the day I met him. He's just one of those guys. He's just one of those guys. Look at that. We've got 5,400 people watching on Rumble. What a show. What a show. We'll get Scott on the show. He's just been busy and our, in our, it's never really lined up. It's never really lined up, but we'll get him on there when God wants. Now I got one more thing to say, and then I'll let you go. Got one more thing, and I'll bounce for the day. Here we go. President Trump put out a statement yesterday following the news of the FEC fining DNC and Hillary Clinton for their fake Russia dossier. President Trump's statement was put out and says this. This was done to create, as I have stated many times, and is now confirmed a hoax funded by the DNC and the Clinton campaign, Trump said. This corruption is only beginning to be revealed 
this corruption, excuse me, is only beginning to be revealed, is un-American and must never allow to to happen again. Where do I go and get my reputation back? President Trump said. That is going to be key in his lawsuit. President Trump filed a federal uh, RICO suit in Miami, Florida last Thursday against Hillary Clinton and others over Russia collusion hoax orchestrated by the Clinton campaign in 2016 to undermine Trump's candidacy and derail his presidency. Trump is asking for punitive damages of expenses and losses of more than 24 million. Trump, I think it's bigger than that. I think it's bigger than that because that led to you not winning the presidency. That and cheating. That and cheating. But I think there's much more there. And I think when this case is done, it's also going to blow the entire case wide open on the spying that was done on President Trump's campaign when he was a candidate for the President of the United States. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Is there a better show than today? I don't think so. Did we ever have more good news as a culmination of our fighting and persistence to be the tip of the spear? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. We really, I mean, uh, folks, you guys are doing a phenomenal job. Everybody, everybody involved is doing a phenomenal job, and we could not get these results. We could not have these kind of results if it wasn't for that. We just couldn't, plain and simple. So I want to end the show. Before I end the show today, I want to go and show you folks, if you want to wear what I'm wearing today, there it is, Armor of God hat, Armor of God shirt. Of course, they come in women's designs and all colors. And, of course, we have this here. We've got the bundle sale, which goes to April 11th, folks. The bundle sale. Get any two of these two shirts, colors, sizes, or men's or women's, and you get such a good deal. Check that out and put Sabrina to work. She's got some work to do, folks, and she welcomes it. Anyway, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon. And I mean no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tonight, 5 p.m., for more Live from America. And until then, keep smiles on your face. Stand strong for God. Continue to keep fighting because it does pay off. And we'll see you later. Have a great day.